0: This is what camp's about. Who's with me? Keep
1: telling your little story. What was that? Hello? Hello? Can anybody?
0: Time for you all to leave. Hey. Clearly, this group has no respect for my lab. Oh, Bumpy. You
1: gave it a name that's precious.
0: We're on our own.
1: We've lined up exclusive behind-the-scenes tours of Jurassic World. Ooh. Yes. Dinosaurs. Plenty of dinosaurs. So. Ready for an adventure? Absolutely! But I'm gonna need that speech a little shorter and really try to lean into the majesty of this place.
2: (laughs) Okay, we're going now. Let's
0: get the six of you to camp. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special bonus episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. I am your host, as always, Brad Jost, and today I am bringing you a chat I recently had with the voices behind Darius and Sammy from Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, Paul McHale Williams and Rainy Rodriguez. Now, I had the chance to go deep into spoiler territory with these two lovely individuals to discuss their characters, you know, some of the emotional elements of the show, and some legacy content within, you know, season five. really really hope you enjoy this one as always find us at jurassicparkpodcast.com check out our links for twitter youtube instagram and more subscribe on apple spotify or wherever else you listen to your podcasts and since this episode won't have an outro just want to let you all know stay safe be kind and keep fighting for representation change and equality within and most certainly outside of the jurassic franchise love you all so much and i hope you enjoy my chat with paul and Rainey.
2: I, are you ready, ready, ready? Special.
0: I am joined here today by none other than Paul McCall Williams, the voice of Darius and Rainey Rodriguez, the voice of Sammy in Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, who you can hear currently in five seasons of the aforementioned show, which is currently on its fifth season that just premiered on Netflix. How are you both doing? I'm doing,
1: doing great.
0: great. Feeling good. <laughs> yeah, I I expected so much. I mean, look, uh, I've got <laughs> you here for a quick few minutes. Uh, I want to discuss the the final chapter here of the Camp Fam saga. Uh, but first, I have one question for you both, and it's a question that I ask I ask most people. Um, And they they don't necessarily have characters that have been in this situation before. So I want to see what you guys have to say. Um, (laughs) Now, if you were stuck in a kitchen with a velociraptor, what would you do? And would you make it out alive?
2: Can I give my first exact first thing that just popped into my mind? Do it.
1: Yes, you have to.
2: I I would pet it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing that popped in my yeah. mind. Like oh. okay, I'm gonna give you a scenario real quick since this is a podcast. So first thing that I imagine, I'm you know, I'm facing I'm facing the stove. Um blue is, you know, just chilling right next to me. Um first thing that popped in mind, we look at each other, you know, have this eye to eye contact moment and I just give it a little I just give her a little head pat. That's the first thing that came into my mind. Like There
1: you go. <laughs> it, hopefully but hopefully yeah, that works yeah. out. Oh, are you- yeah, Paul, are you making it out though? Like, are you making it out to tell the story that you got to head pat a velociraptor?
2: You know what? I probably wouldn't care. I would be like, you know what? If this is the last thing I do. It was worth
1: it. But you know what? I wholeheartedly agree with Paul. I feel like that would be. I don't know what my first thought was like, oh, am I cooking? Am I feeding the dinosaur? I'm like, what am I doing in the kitchen? Like, am I am I in the middle of like cooking something? I'm like, oh, hungry? Set set the table. Um, yeah, I would, I would. <laughs> I mean, look, if, it, if we're talking like blue, I mean, we know she's been trained before, right? Uh-huh. And so she clearly has a little bit of, of a rep with the humans, some good, some not so good. I would hope she would see my sunny disposition and realize that I am, in fact, not out to hurt her, but just want to get to know her, possibly head pat her as well, if she allowed <laughs> me to. I have, meat you on know, my nails, I give a little, a nice little head scratch. My dog loves when I do that. <laughs> So maybe do one of those and hopefully make it out alive to um, tell the tale later.
0: Yeah. You got to yeah, tell the story. Oh, and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Now> that,
1: I, <laughs> Somebody I feel like,
0: I feel like I've never gotten this kind of answer before. So I appreciate that. That is a good one. <laughs> you, you're going to just pet the dinosaur.
1: <laughs> maybe you might as well try It's either that or we are like go on Instagram live and be like, guys, look. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Uh, so so how does it how does it feel knowing that the uh the final two oh cuz we're talking spoilers here. Uh how does it feel knowing that the 12 episodes are out in the world?
1: Woo! A relief. So now we can talk spoilers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Finally talk about all the easter
2: eggs and stuff that were in the show, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, really rewarding. Honestly, like everyone has put in such hard work for this last season and I just that it's now out in the world and people can see it. And I just, I don't know, it's something really special, especially the fact that it's the end of the series. And, you know, it's always those emotional times when it's, you know, all this hard work that we put in the last couple of years and it's finally out there. And I'm just so excited for people to see it and watch it. And I love hearing what people have gotten to say about it. And I just, I love hearing all the fan theories of what, you know, what they thought was going to happen, what did happen. They knew it all along from the beginning. Um, You know, I knew they were going to do this. I love when people do that. It makes me laugh because I'm like, no, you didn't. You were just hoping, Um, you know, because I've been fans of shows before too. And I know what it's like to watch something from the beginning and and really hope that, you know, this character ends up with this character or this happens or, you know, they get off the island and, you know, and I think that's the, everyone's biggest question every season you know are they gonna get off that island what's gonna happen next and so you know five seasons in and we did and everybody gets to see that and I don't want to say like and they lived happily ever after but it kind of is and and it's nice to see that because they are just children at the end of the day like we're just young teenagers so (laughs) to be able to to have that and and lead up to where the story ends is, is really fun.
2: Oh, well, I was just going to say, I was just going to point out what Rainey said about, yeah, I love when people have hindsight bias about what they, about what they were, <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, of course, I, I knew this was going to happen. I've been thinking it the whole time. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's so great when people, you know, say stuff like when they, when they knew something was going to happen or what they were really anticipating. And it's really great to finally have that moment when you can say you were right it did happen we've been (laughs) we recorded this like two years ago we were waiting for you guys to watch it um (laughs) but yeah it's just the the just the reactions that we see are probably my most favorite part because then it shows me that the fans are loving what we as a cast and crew are putting out so
0: yeah And it's something that you put out there and you don't know, like uh, you're, you're kind of shooting for a certain demographic, but then there's people like me who've been, you know, watching these movies and reading the books and playing with the toys for like 30 years now. And it it pays off for, for my level of fandom, as well as, you know, somebody like my son or my daughter, they, they love it as well. And maybe they're not guessing the same stuff that I would, but, uh, you know, we all come together in the end and it's a lot of fun now. I want to jump to, to basically the end of, of the show, uh, because, uh, I want to ask you, Paul, because Darius has transformed into a character that was like a young dino nerd. Um, and now he's, he's somebody that's like akin to an Alan Grant or an Ian Malcolm up there, like on a stage, uh, giving a presentation about dinosaurs and experiences and all the chaos. So how does it feel to kind of be on that level of like an Alan and Ellie or an Ian?
2: Yeah, I was waiting for him to say life finds a way in that TEDx – in that TEDx <laughs> but, um,
0: That would have just my, had
1: people's minds explode. Paul. If we would have done that, their minds would have just exploded.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs>
1: I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Well um, how? Life finds <laughs> a way. They were right.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I've definitely found a way with kids chilling on the two islands for a year, not getting eaten by dinosaurs for sure. Yeah, but, um, <laughs>
0: that's, that's very fair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely feel like Darius is finally, you know, living his dream now. Um, He's always aspired to be, you know, of course he's always loved dinosaurs. Uh, you see it throughout the entire series that, you know, he's willing to give up his life for these amazing prehistoric creatures and um, you know he's even persuading five other people that would much rather get home <laughs> to, to to protect <laughs> these
0: dinosaurs. Yeah,
2: but but um yeah, and then seeing him on this stage, and also getting to grow up with him during the show, and seeing him, you know, be be on this stage, and like you said, as you know, the next Ian Malcolm, as the next Doctor Alan Grant, um, that's making brown or ground groundbreaking yeah (laughs) (laughs) groundbreaking groundbreaking research um it's 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 really nice to finally see darius you know be in his element and be happy about where he is in life and finally get the happy ending that he always wanted which is you know being home and getting the full experience of jurassic world and dinosaurs and also you know getting to be there for his dad And because Mm. that's, that's one of the main reasons he was there, which was because he didn't really get to experience it with him. And it's one of the biggest moments that he's going to remember in his life. So yeah, Yeah. I, I just can't like. It's just so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, now, Rainey, I want to ask you this question because I feel like, you know, with your work during this season, it was like some, some really, really amazing stuff in there. And I think this show overall has, um, has been really great with representation across the board. And I love that, you know, while I'm watching this show with my kids and, I, you know, I think it's something that is great for them to see. Um, everything that you guys have put on the screen in this show, there's been so many amazing moments and, and things that really matter. Um and I love that the show shows kids being supportive and happy for one another, one another, you know, and and I think that's really important. So, so how important was that behind the scenes for this crew to be such allies for each other?
1: Oh, I mean, it, it totally made a difference in the show. I I feel like the support we got i'm starting all the way from the tippy top of universal dreamworks amblin netflix i mean it all trickles down from them of of wanting to portray stories that are like that um that show representation not just in ethnicity but with lgbtq plus and you know showcasing storylines where people are supportive of each other um that's sammy's total mo i mean from season one, you know, the whole reason she was even at camp was because of her family back home in Texas. Mm -hmm. And obviously you can't anticipate getting stuck on an Island that's, you know, run rampant by dinosaurs. But what she wasn't surprised about at all is developing another family within her camp family. And I feel like for her, that's what's been pushing her the last five seasons is family, mm-hmm. is the love that she has for these people, not only to get off the island and go back to her family back home, which is the whole reason why she was there, but along the way, she gained five new family members that she just absolutely cares about. And I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I, I feel like if you go back and watch from season one to now, knowing now what you see with Sammy and Yasmina's relationship and how it's grown and how it's progressed, and it finally is in game. Like I feel like if you were to go back to season one, you would see those vibes that were put out from then on. I like you know now if you go back and watch season three when Yas is trying to find the antidote for uh, for Sammy because oh, yeah. you know she was shot by the Scorpius Rex Squills. <laughs> like I feel like that adds a whole new element. Picked up immediately. More- <laughs> yeah, that might not have picked up on it from back then, but it is, you know, we got a lot of fan response early on in the show of people shipping Sammy and Yaz and mm-hmm. seeing vibes of like the opposites attract and, and, you know, and Sammy is always very warm and, and rambunctious and loud for everyone, but there is a special something that I myself as a viewer saw watching the show, reading the scripts, but then as the actress, getting to play that was, it was an added bonus too, because we talked about it a lot with Scott Kramer, our executive producer of just saying things like, you know, okay, wait a minute. Like in the script, it says she glances at Yaz for like a second longer than what she should be glancing. But it, you know, or it says like, Yasmina like holds her breath when Sammy walks by. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, you know, I so. It it was them saying like, you know, look, this is a storyline we're developing. How do you both feel about it? Um, You know, immediately Cazer and I were just like, yes, this is this is perfect. It also feels natural. You know, I've seen some projects where some things feel a little forced because Mm -hmm. they want to check that box of diversity. And since day one for us, I feel like it's always been there you know, not yeah. just starting off the diverse cast, but you really have six different personalities of six different campers that come on this Island that have no choice, but to band together because if not, they're going to get eaten alive. And so, you know, you have their differences, you have um, their similarities, but at the end of the day, they're all very supportive. And speaking from Sammy's point of view, she is a hundred percent supportive of who you are as a person. And if, and if you're like a, a Yasmina where you don't, uh, emote quite as much as someone like Sammy does that's okay (laughs) she has enough emotions to make up for all of that for everybody else you know so to, to see all of that natural progression happen to be a part of a show that has such diversity included in it is just I mean it's amazing and then to be a part of the Jurassic franchise to throw that in it's just another thing to to feel yourself being represented as a as a Latina from Texas myself you know, it, it's great to have that representation on screen, and and I and I hope that kids at home, not just kids, adults as well, feel the same way that they too can exist in a world like Jurassic and thrive. I I, I yeah. hope that people get the same vibes that we put out while we were recording it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm very proud of what you guys put together. That was awesome. So I'm really happy that that, that was in the season. Thank you so, um, Thank you now, so much. I, I want to ask a question about a legacy character here. Louis Dodgson steps right into the show, right? And he's from the books <laughs> and he's from the first movie. How cool was it to have like a character like that step into the, the final season here?
2: <laughs> Man, first of all, <laughs> I watched, I I think I watched Dominion like maybe i don't know like june and um i i saw <laughs> i saw like uh, lewis was one of my favorite characters especially in dominion because when they brought yeah. him back he still embodied who he was and then when i saw him in jurassic because i was binge watching the entire season five so that i knew <laughs> like, so that i could be prepared for these i i saw him arrive i was like no way <laughs> yeah <laughs> because i don't know why i was so surprised but to see somebody that's so iconic and like you said a legacy character get to be in this show yeah it's like it just goes to show how much like how much bigger this franchise is than we really are and the fact that we get to be you know the next generation of it Mm-hmm. so and also I just I love the dude's voice so much <laughs> <But. Yeah. laughs>
1: it is you know I, I think first and foremost like there are so many easter eggs mm-hmm. and and tributes that we've done within our show to the books to the movies you know to to everything that we could possibly do and even other Spielberg films that we've thrown in like other little things that we've gotten to do you know it, it's just I don't know it, it's i'm like paul when i read when i read that i was like wait what <laughs> i was like hold on and then i always have to like double clarify when i'm recording i'm like okay guys guys but like <laughs> we know where this is from right like i'm not the only one I, I remember i remember um there was a line in the script i think it was cool season two or three when we get mitch and tiff's boat and the boat like breaks down and I'm like, we're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah. And it was straight up from Jaws. And I was like, and I remember it saying, like, it was like all the cast records that one line. And I was like, I wonder who's <laughs> gonna pick to say it. Like we all got to record it. But then I heard my voice in the trailer and I was like, oh, oh my God. Like I remember it, like freaking out because I'm such a huge film and television buff. Like I'm a fanatic of just pop culture. And to Tie it all together. I mean, those Jurassic people, they're just, they're <laughs> smart people. Those, yeah. That Colin Travis, that Steven Spielberg, <laughs> that Frank parker they, they know what they're doing over there. It's so, always
2: hilarious, yeah, when we, like, read the scripts, and then us as a cast... Wanna clarify with the people that wrote it whether yeah. or not yeah.
1: <laughs> like we question them. I'm like, Are you sure you meant to give this away? And they're like, Yes, we did. I was like, Okay, just checking. Yeah. So it is it is really fun and special. And again, it's something that the fans get to see. And I love reading if they point it out. Like, because it, it's it's great for us to do that, right? Like, Sammy's shirt is, is similar to a, to Dennis's shirt from Jurassic Park, and it's almost the exact same print. And I yeah. and I remember seeing the designs of it, and, and Scott was like, does it look familiar? And I was like, I mean, it kind of does. I was like, why does it look familiar? And he was like, I don't know. Maybe you're paying tribute to a character. And I was like, wait, am I paying tribute to a character? And then it's like, oh, my God, Sammy in season one was like a double – agent type of thing and was dennis so i'm like you guys (laughs) are just so good yeah and and then they see that and they point it out and they write to us did you really mean to do this when you said this and oh my god they mentioned this from the books about about this and oh my god they said this from this movie this is canon and then i think when they announced that like our show was canon to the series like it just fit then it just confirmed every fan's theories that they had. So yeah. I love reading it. I'm the same way. Like when I would get new scripts, you know, when we were record, we, we'd go script by script basis. We didn't have the whole season planned out in front of us. Like I'm sure our, our writing team did, but we did not. So we as cast members were learning weekly what was happening just in that one episode. So the way that fans have to watch it episode by episode is how we were having to record it episode by episode and figuring out, where we were gonna go, what was gonna happen? So we had the same reactions that everybody else has watching it. We're just a couple, like a year or two before you guys. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I think we're running low on time. I just want to ask you one more thing: if uh, you know, if you saw, you know, in this post-Fallen Kingdom era and and uh, Jurassic World Dominion era, what would what would your characters be doing in the world with dinosaurs in the wild?
1: Hmm. I feel like, I feel like Sammy would be hurting them like her farm animals. I feel like she probably has like a, like a, a compy farm, like a <laughs> patch of compies that she, you know, she has a love hate relationship <laughs> with those compies. So I feel like she's gonna, she's gonna get Like I, I imagine her like helping to like grow baby velociraptors and like, like, you know, that yeah. sort of her thing. I, I think it wouldn't, um, Phase her at all that dinosaurs are now in real life because she's such a an animal person. I don't think that it would yeah. phase her completely.
2: It's, yeah, it's it was that one line that one line that immediately came to mind. It was when they were in the the tunnels and like there were there was a bunch of compies and she was like, "You're
1: scaring the itty bitty compy face." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then, and then later they take her pizza in, in season three and then she was like, I hate them copies. So it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I feel like she would just somehow get a job somewhere like raising dinosaurs, baby dinos. Yeah. That's like her thing, an animal speaker. So I, I feel like she'd be somewhere like a la Owen Grady, like just <laughs> training dinosaurs somewhere.
2: Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um. For Darius, I think that One place that I would really like him to see is just kind of, you know, chilling in chilling in a new job that's like that that has something to do with prehistoric wildlife and and you know all these new all these new relocated dinosaurs and maybe I don't know containing them or or just you know like well not experiencing but um, observing and um, and studying them like actively. Um, I feel like, you know, just being in his own environment where he can love his job
1: mm-hmm.
2: while, while still making a living out of it is something that I really, really want to see. I also want to see something with all of the campers. Like, we don't get enough filler episodes. Like, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> every episode is like straight to the point. Yeah. I'm looking for something where we're just like we got a little bit of it in season five. You know, where they're all when they make the new watering hole and they're jumping off of the waterfall. Um, I just wanna see more of that camp bonding stuff, you know, when they're eating pizza and like in the summertime or just, just, you know, when they have their yacht party, I really just wanna see more of that, you know?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah, it was nice to see everybody catch up at the end of the show, you know, via Zoom or whatever it was, you know, that was really cool.
1: No, I was just gonna say, yeah, I mean, for for Sammy, that's like her biggest thing, you know, it's camp fam for life. She really means that. And, and I, I agree with Paul, I want to see, I would see more, I would love to see more of that in the real world of them just like together, you know, happily ever after connecting. So I love that it ended like that because it shows that we still stayed in contact and you know, we didn't leave each other. And I, I think that's really special.
0: Yeah. It was a really special show. I'm sad to see it go. So, um, you know, hopefully we see more of you guys in the future talking Jurassic. So it's been a pleasure, you know, watching the show and and showing it to my kids. So thank you so much, and then thank you for joining me today.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank so you so
0: much for that having us. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What you're doing and leave now. Hopefully, I'm not as bad as the Brad X's. I know that's my name, but
2: <laughs>
1: I know it's like Brad. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I, like, I
2: forgot what, what does it stand for? It's like bio robotic assistance droids. So like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I how so. did they yeah. get
0: to Brad? That's crazy to me. Come on. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta talk to Scott about
2: they that. They had to one. add Come some kind of something like that yeah, in there. Yeah. They had to add it. Up.